Twilight Saga Fan Podcast, episode number 49. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Twilight Saga Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And my friends, it has been a year since our last episode. Yeah. How about that? A year? I think it was wrong. Why? Not on our part, on their part. You think so? I do. I think they made us wait too long. I don't think so. Okay. I am thrilled to have had this opportunity to drag out this this long for me personally. Okay. Um, you know, because now it's over. It is over. Now it's over, and, and I don't like that. I don't like that. It makes me feel like I did when I first finished Breaking Dawn. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's got to write another book. And it's in it, and she could. She could, if she wanted to, she could write another book. Anyway, my friends, I uh, well, she is writing other books, just about different things. Well, forget those other things. (gasps) We need to know what's going on with the Cullen family. How are things today? Has there been any other occurrences with the Volturi? Well, I think that that's left up to your own imagination. I don't want it to be left. I want. I want my imagination to be stretched with a new story. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, we just returned from seeing Breaking Dawn Part 2. And that's actually three days away from from being a full year. Our last episode was released on November 20th of 2011. Because I think we actually had to wait like several days to see the first one um, due to our schedule. Is that what happened? I think so. That, yeah. I, that sounds about right. But uh, this time we went and saw it on, now, I guess you could say technically it's opening night, but whatever. That's <laughs> the way they advertised it. But it, uh, it, 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 it opened last night on uh, uh, Friday. No, Actually, Thursday. No. Wait, no, no, it's not. So it's not, it's not even technically. Oh, yeah, I guess it is because we went and saw it. It's Saturday now because it's after midnight that we're recording yes. this. We did see it on technical opening night, which is Friday, November 16th. But really, they allowed every everybody, everybody to see this on Thursday at, at 10. 10 p.m. Yeah. So that's not opening night. That That's the whole point of waiting to midnight. I know. Well, right. they, I think they figured there's old people like us who <laughs> go and enjoy this movie and, and midnight showings. They, they could pull... A bunch of extra money out of people if they just opened it earlier. They well, I guess it worked. It, it worked because it was all sold out. They almost they they almost had us there. So I went yesterday to see if they had tickets yeah. for last night's show, and so I go to the counter and I ask the lady, "Do you have any tickets available for tonight's ten o'clock?" And she looks and. She says no. The only ones that she had available were for eleven fifty. Right, which and is basically the midnight showing. Basically, that's midnight. Um, I decided that that was too late, and so um, I said, you know, thank you for your help, but I'm not going to get 
that that's too late for me because I'm old. <laughs> and she says, she goes, I'm really sorry that, you know, that I couldn't help you more and that you're you're leaving with tickets. I said, honey, that's okay. My husband's the one who wanted to see it at 10 o'clock, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of hoping walking in the cold from the parking lot to the building that you didn't have any. <laughs> so. Yeah. I'm glad we waited, though. We know who I, the, we know who the t- true Twilight fan in this family is now. Well, I think they made me wait too long. I think I think if you were a true Twilight fan, <laughs> I, whatever. So, um, I'm glad I waited because I was able to take a nap this afternoon. Mm-hmm. And probably, I, I get up at five o'clock in the morning. Lay off me a little bit. I didn't say anything. You. What? Said I wasn't a true Twilight fan because I didn't want to go see the movie at ten o'clock in the evening. No, that's not why. I, that's not why I say that. I say that because you're just like, eh. I kind of lost interest. They made me wait too long. That's why I say that. They made me wait too long. There's nothing I can have my opinion. I, I, you can. I know. And if you were a true light, high, a true true Twilight fan, your opinion would be different. Here's the thing. <laughs> you wouldn't even be able to be a true light, high, uh, Twilight fan. We can't even say it. It's so late if, at night. If not for me. I. So you're welcome. I, thank you. For the awesomeness that I have brought into your life with Twilight and Lost and any other television shows. The Good Wife. Let, I mean, let's keep going on about these things that, that I like and I share with you. No, and, and I'm very thankful for that. Go ahead. Just don't abandon me. I'm not abandoning <laughs> you. I went. I'm here. I bought the tickets. I'm I'm recording this podcast at 12 o'clock. 12.25. It's midnight. My, oh, that's where you shouldn't have told me that. Like, <laughs> things are starting to to click off in my brain. I can tell. I've, I've been awake for like 20 hours. So anyway, we went and saw this movie and I am total. This was the best movie out of all of them. Do you agree with that or disagree? Mm-hmm. I think I agree with that. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So what did, what did you think of the movie? I enjoyed it. I did. I really enjoyed it. I wish I would have had the time to watch the first four this week or last week or any time in leading up to this in preparation i think it would have let me um appreciate it more it it they really did do um a very good job bill condon did a great job who's bill condon he was the director oh okay he also did the first you know the um part one okay so i thought that it which they which they filmed this um these two Back to back. Back to back. So, um, well, not even back to back, but more like At the same simultaneously. Time. Right. And I, I enjoyed it. I did. Good. I, I enjoyed it. Um, the, you know, obviously it's been a very long time since I read Breaking Dawn. So I knew, I, I mean, I remember the story, but I didn't remember any of the real details. Uh. It's like. It's like all of a sudden the the movie opens up and um you know Bella's you know like oh, what you know why is Jacob with her and he's like eh, yeah you know and, right. and the whole Nessie thing I forgot all about Nessie I mean Did you really I, I so we're going to so we're going to tar- start like really talking about the movie now Yeah Okay then we There's, should I just think that we should just say for if oh. you haven't seen the movie yet yeah. D- Obviously, dude, don't well, listen. I this, just, yeah, this is our Breaking Dawn Part 2 movie review. I don't want anyone to like 
call in or write you an email that says you totally spoiled the movie for me because you didn't say if you haven't seen the movie yet stop stop now now. go see the movie this is what we do you must not be a true twilight fan because you haven't seen the movie yet oh see there you go i'm a true twilight fan i saw the movie on technically on opening night there you go just because i'm too old to go to a 10 o'clock movie on a school night Anyway, um, so yes. So, yeah, full- I really loved the beginning. Um, how, okay, so in the, in part one, at the end, they showed like the insides of Bella, you know, changing. Yep. Um, that's the way this movie started. And I love how everything was um, switching between red and white. You know. It, between the blood and the ice. I really loved that. I am glad that you liked that because I despise that. I, really? I'm like, man, if I ever watch this movie again, you'll fast forward. I'll that probably mark. fast forward through this totally horrendous ah. looking opening thing. Well, I, it was better than like it, it was better than the end of part one where they're just showing like organs and veins and stuff. No, I, mean, I like because that. they were showing that that was too Spider Man for me. Okay, like that totally reminded me of Spider Man when his you know, when he is changing. Yeah. But, um, so I, I just, I liked it because it wasn't just her, it's her entire world is changing. I just wanted them to kind of like, you know, start with that final scene. From, I did think that it, and then jump right into the story right. instead of like, you man, wanted Harry Potter previously on Harry no, Potter. No, I didn't want that. I just, I just wanted it to jump right into the movie and it's like, Wow, let's do these helicopter shots. Oh, I'll tell you what. Let's put a red, bloody colored filter over this. Oh, and then let's change it to well, white. it's not like the first, like, Twilight that had a whole blue film over it. <laughs> That's true. I mean, come on. That was pretty bad. That was bad. It's like a bluish green tint through the entire I don't know what movie. she was thinking. I have no idea. But anyway, I, I did not like the opening scene. So I I'm, did, although I'm, I thought it lasted a little long. It, it that's Yeah, that too. I, I mean... mean I may have gotten over it if it didn't last the like the first 25 minutes of the movie. Well, it wasn't that long. It felt like it. It wasn't that long. I know it wasn't that long. So anyway, Jacob, uh, I you know what? I'm very glad they made such a huge deal out of the Nessie thing. Right. Because it's annoying. You named my, you, you nicknamed yeah. my daughter after the Loch Ness Monster? Right. Was well, here, that in the book? No, Did she um, say that in the book? She just says after a monster, you know, um... Okay. And, um, but, well, first of all, the family was not there when she was looking at herself. Back, in, and you named her Renesme? Right. I know you would have. But, um, but right off the, the family wasn't in the room when she woke up and saw Edward for the first time. And, you know, um, I really, I, I really think that they didn't play on that. She's supposed to be dangerous. <laughs> Like she's supposed to be a newborn vampire. She's, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There really what there was none of that. She's just, she's perfectly vampire. No, she does not struggle with anything because she is now perfect. And, and Bella, I think that, I think they touched on it a little bit. I mean, in the movie, there's like, you know, this is not, this is not right. Well, you know? yeah, they talked about it not being right, but they did not, they didn't at all show the, the rest of them being cautious. They didn't show Jasper hovering. They didn't, sh- oh. you know, um, there, there were things that I've read the book more yes. than once. Yeah, that's I, true. 
you're you're right. There were some things missing from the from the book from that you know protecting the baby. Yeah, per- from they were not as protective of her. Jacob as was more protective than anybody. He was, but one thing that I didn't like about the Jacob Renesme thing, they did not. I don't think they did a good job of showing her connection to him. Obviously, they've explained imprinting before, mm-hmm. and so when he's like. I had no control over it. It's not like that. You you know, but they didn't like, she so many times referred to him as my Jacob. Mm-hmm. You know, he, she really did have, um, a sense of possession of him. Yeah. He was hers. And, and I don't think that they showed that. You're right. I, I think they could have showed that in, you know, in scenes where she talks about uncle Jacob or whatever. How is, did they call him uncle Jacob? She just calls him Jacob. Oh, okay. Anyway, anyway, I I agree that when she starts to, you know, be able to communicate with her voice, I think they could have shown that connection Mm -hmm. a little more. I did think that they covered for that just a little bit by the fact when Jacob's like, hello, do you remember when you just always wanted me around? Right. That wasn't you. That was her. That's the only time that they really. But 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 I think that but they did include it. You know, they they did get it in there. Okay. Now, did I, now when uh, it's Irina, right? Mm-hmm. When she witnessed Renesme, mm-hmm. I don't remember Renesme f- having an ability to fly. Well, she didn't fly. She leaped into the air. Like you've seen them jump. They jump off cliffs. They leap over. Yeah, but she more. She, she bounded into the air. It was a leap. Okay. It was not supposed to be. It, Flying. Ap- it appeared that she was hovering. Right. But no, she was not okay. hovering. <laughs> All right. That's she what it looked like to me. She was leaping in the air. I, I think they did a good job of setting that up. You know, okay. that she was coming down to make amends. And, and, and that scene, other than her levitating in the air, uh, that scene is exactly what I imagined when I actually read that. So. Okay. You know, that that whole, even the perspective of where she was to where they are, the distance, all of that, that entire scene matched what I envisioned. And that is pretty exciting when they can do something like that. It is fun. Now, is it me or does the Collins house look different in every single movie? <laughs> because the Collins house, I do believe, is different in every single movie and does not fit the description in the book. Hmm. I think I've said that in every podcast we've recorded about this um, series now. So uh, I'll just finish it out with it looks nothing like it's described in the book in my mind. Right. The way my mind created that scene, that house doesn't look anything like it. But it, it does look a little different all the time. And and it could be that they are just showing it from different angles. Or and different perspectives. Different perspectives. Well, I do know that it's different from the first house that they shot in. Yeah. But... um. But yes, different. Yeah. Always different. The scene with Charlie. Okay. Um, the scene with Charlie. I liked the way they did it. Different from the book, though? But so different. I don't remember like, the book Everybody at all. stayed in the room. They all um, went about their, their way. Um, Emmett made, like, so many... Um, What's the word I want to use? Um, inappropriate innuendos in that time. And and that's what led to the arm wrestling and 
you know, which I thought they did a great job with the arm wrestling. Um, but, um, and then, you know, Charlie hugged her and just, they, they did so many things different, but it still worked. Yeah. I, I will say that I don't remember all of the details from the book at all. What, Steph? I do. I know you do, <laughs> but I, do, I don't remember all of the details from the book. What's wrong? I really like the picture of the tree with the sun. Do I need to turn that computer probably, off? Probably. I tell you that all the time. Oh, my goodness gracious. I, um, there. Just because I'm showing a little bit of my ADD doesn't mean, hello, captain of the team. All right. So I was saying that I, I don't recall the details specifically from the book from that scene, but I did really love how they displayed that scene with Charlie <laughs> Especially when he goes to hug her and he he, he notices it, he it's notices different. that she's stone stone and cold and and different but and, hugs her anyway but hug is like you know what okay I I I, I think I understand that I need to right. that need to know this basis. is this is my, this is my daughter you know and 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 if I'll do whatever it takes to not lose her right um, I I really think that they they took what was a lot in that book. And wrapped it up into like three minutes in that movie in a way that pres- preserves the integrity of the story for me. Right. Jacob stripping down in front of his dad. Was that in the book? Yes. I don't remember that. Is that at that, all. Absolutely. Actually, I'm so glad that they left that in there. And it has nothing to do with the fact that Taylor Lautner stripped on the screen. Um, because he's a kid and I'm old and we've already distinguished that. So, um, but they did, he, he did. That's how he kept them from leaving. Um, they were all talking about leaving while everyone thought he was sleeping, but he overheard and he went to talk to Charlie and he took him out in the woods and he phased in front of him. And I, I remember, I remember him being the one who, you know, told right. Charlie that something was going on, but I didn't remember how he convinced him. And certainly that worked. That did the trick. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I love it. It was funny. And um, I really like Billy Burke. I do. Um, really loving him on Revolution, um, minus the mustache. And um, it was weird to see him with the mustache again. I it must was, say. right? Yeah. Okay. You know, that was his idea, right? What? To have the mustache. That was the actor's idea. Okay. Um, that was Billy Burke's idea that Charlie Swan would have a mustache. And um, I really enjoy him, you know, on this other show, Revolution, minus the mustache. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. But um, I, I really I really enjoyed that scene with Charlie. I did. Yeah. I, I it, it was good. What? So let's see here. Obviously, so the Volturi, you know, the Volturi. We never see... Seth and Leah in their human form. Yeah, you're right. In this movie. That's interesting. And he phased after she broke his shoulder and Carlisle treated him. Ah. And so it was just That's odd. Yeah. And I, I don't think they, they really just showed him on the payroll, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um and then there were things like she did the little um, the little voiceover about how everything was falling into place. And, you know, um, they showed new people joining, um, like new kids joining Jacob's pack. Yes. But they didn't really talk about how his best friends 
Quill and Embry joined his pack. That's true. Like they yeah. did, they didn't mention that. Um, they, they they did the Quill Ute tribe definitely got a back burner on they this did. one. They really did, and um, so that was you know I kind of got used to them hanging yeah. around. I, Quill and Embry and and the that whole storyline I think I mean it got a, it got a lot of attention in part one. It did got a lot of attention in part one, but I agree in part two. It was it was quite thin, and and I think that that I missed that. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree that they could have extended the movie another four or five minutes and brought well, in. Even some... I mean the 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 first part was over two hours, right? So, you know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They, Absolutely, they, they could have extended it. So, um, yeah, four so or five minutes. The the one thing I loved about this this movie is is the Wonder Twin powers activated is like the League of Justice all of the superheroes <laughs> coming together showing yeah. off their superpowers right uh you know nothing like bringing the whole superhero element into the whole thing um definitely loved how they showed um her shield ability I did but I didn't like how they brought it up um how she was just in the back in the um in the woods and um Eleazar just appears and said Edward you didn't tell me your wife was a sh-, you know um I didn't really like how that whole scene happened it was it was too rushed okay it could have taken like 30 more seconds okay just to feel pe- there because here's the thing that I try to remember is that there are people who watch these that have not read the books mm mm-hmm. A lot and, of people. You know, I think that so much of the story can get left behind. Well, honestly, for those people, I don't I, I don't know how anybody makes it through all of the movies without having read the books, without reading the reading right. the books, because if you haven't read the books, these mo- these movies aren't overly fantastic. No, they're not. I right. mean, the, uh, now, don't get me wrong. I enjoy all of the movies. Right. I really do. Um, But I, I, Mine I is like the middle I, hour of New Moon. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm even okay with that um, at this point. But here's the thing: I enjoy them because of read the, the books. because of the books, right? You know, I, I granted I did start reading the books because of the movie Twilight, but I think that that was more due to the super massive Whack a Mole song, right? You know what else was really rushed was the Jay Jenks <laughs> thing. Oh, I wanted to bring that up. I totally, totally wish really? they would have. The Jay Jenks did not. I mean, that right. whole. Because she had several meetings or something, didn't she? She had two meetings with him. The one where she was, you know, she went to the abandoned, abandoned warehouse and all that went, stuff. Wasn't, it was just a house. But, well, um, I wanted to but see yeah, that. Yeah, and met the the homeless looking man and had no idea what she was doing. And, and this way, she just met him to pick up the papers that Jasper had already you know, mm-hmm. they didn't show this guy being afraid at the mere mention of Jasper's name. Yeah. And, you know, um, that part was will in there be, because it had to be, be taking over his affairs right. now. Yes, I will. Right. right. Yes, I will. I'm going to spare you the heart attack that's coming. <laughs> you know, she really she really had empathy for him and and his um, his fear. I, I, of, did, of, I did like how he says he's. Quite, quite well, well pre- pre- preserved. <laughs> that was funny. That so I, I mean, I know, I mean, I know that 
it didn't need to be in there, but I totally agree with you. I really wish they would have brought right. a little bit more of that. Just story a little element. bit more of that. And then at the, like at the end, they didn't go back to the house to kind of do the rundown of the day. But, um, when, the, the, the way the movie ended though was amazing. It did. I, it, I, it really, and I thought it was going to be cheesy. It's like, Oh gosh, not this place again. What's that called? The meadow, the meadow, not the meadow again. Seriously. And because that's not that's not how the book ended, is it? No, the book ends in their bedroom. But I think we'd had a little bit enough of their bedroom. So the meadow was a welcome. Yeah. But but the thing is, though, is is the meadow scene is like, oh, my gosh, they're sitting in the meadow again. Blah, blah, blah. And then and then she allows Mm -hmm. him to. I loved that scene. No, here. I love that it closed showing you the final line from the book. Oh, yeah. That was super cool. That was awesome too. That was very super cool. And um I forgot what I was going to say. Okay. But um I really I really enjoyed that part. All right. So let's talk about the battle. Let's talk about the battle that had me looking at you. Can I can I say what I said to you? Yeah. Can I? Yeah. Did I say it, it, it to you? There's no children listening, I assume. Well, Is I that, hope it, not. All right. So okay. So this So be, this, beware. Just let me just say that. Right. I'm I'm going to say what I said to my husband in the middle of the theater while the movie is playing. So this battle scene starts happening and something happens that does not happen in the book. Uh, I'm yeah, I'm, in that Carlisle's head is they taken rip off. Carlisle's head off and I look over at Cliff and I'm like what the hell? <laughs> what movie did we walk into? This is the wrong movie. And I'm like, um, wait a second. I know it's been a long time since I read this book, but that I'm almost positive. Carlisle's head did not get ripped off. I'm I and I started I literally I started questioning myself. Did you? I don't even remember the battle. Yeah. Was there really a battle? Here's the thing. I knew that there was not a battle. The whole. um, I I thought um, that's what I'm thinking is like, I don't remember. I thought crisis avoided. Right. End of story. Right. They all live happily ever after. A merchant in Venice. Isn't isn't that the name of the William Shakespeare book? Something. A a merchant in Venice, I think is what it is. You know, it's the whole crisis averted. It's the whole build up to nothing happening. Yeah. And so this battle starts to happen. And I'm thinking, okay, this is not right. But but they carry it out. Carlisle's head on. And it just keeps going on. And then Jasper. It just keeps going on. And now I'll tell you, like, after I looked at you and said what I said, I was like, okay, well, Bella had a lot of anxiety. So maybe this is like Bella's dream. You like, she talked about her bloodlust. Maybe we're going to see the blood like cover the, the screen again and everything's going to turn red. Um, I re- and that didn't happen. And I did realize as soon now Carlisle, I'm like, okay, I don't remember there being a battle. And I certainly know I don't remember. Well, I, I, I did question. Did Carlisle die in this movie? Nope. In this story, in the movie, it did Carlisle die? But and then always, but when when Jasper died, I'm like that okay, didn't happen. Now I know Carlisle didn't die, and I know for a fact Jasper didn't die. That I mean, and, and it's like and it keeps going on. It builds and builds and builds, and there's, it just keeps going it keeps on, going and more on. people keep dying, and and like some of the Volturi are I'm dying, like, and it's all going. I'm and, like, how how on earth? Are they going to bring this to the place where Alice just is standing in front? Right. Like, oh, duh. 
It was fantastic. I, that was Alice's vision of the future. The That's thing. what was going to happen. The, the action scene was so amazing that you and, forgot and, that Alice is standing there holding Aro's hand. Yes, and and but here's the deal: as <laughs> soon it, it's like it, it, it's like if they would have stopped the action for just a second and given me a thought, a minute to think about, I would have realized that ahead of time. Together. But as soon as they, as soon as they actually flash back and she's standing there right in front of, it's like, well, of course, of course, that makes so much sense. And so I'm here, like, they just saved this movie from being a total tragedy. I'm sitting next to, well, um, McKenna was directly next to me, making my arm fall asleep because we paid seven fifty for our kid to take a nap. Yeah, that's all right. It happens. It's cheaper than a babysitter. It, it, actually, it kind of is. So, but Megan was on the other side of McKenna, and she looks at me, and she's like does that happen? And I shook my head no. And she's like, what's going on? Like she has not completely read Breaking Dawn. And so she's like starting to freak out. She's like, what is happening? What 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 is going on? I'm so confused. And, um, and I look at now, obviously um, we were huge Lost fans. Mm-hmm. Um, podcasted for many years about um, Lost. There was... We had a huge party for the finale. Um, great time. Did podcasting. Megan heard someone say mm-hmm. in a review of the lost finale, they were all dead. They were dead the whole time. That's what it was. They were dead the whole time. I thought it was funny because they're vampires on Twilight. Right. I looked over at Megan and I'm like, they were dead the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> she thought it was funny. Anyway, um, they did a great job. Mm-hmm. I know they really wanted to write that battle scene. They really wanted to give you some part of of what that would have looked like had it happened. And they did a great job doing it. Yeah. They I did. Agree. I agree. And I liked watching the Volturi go down. Yep. One by one. I I loved it. Head I, by head. Limb by limb. Yep. I, I, I think this, like I said, this was the best... This is the best movie out of the saga. I've never been so excited to see heads roll before. (laughs) (laughs) I look forward to seeing it again. Yeah. Definitely. It was really good. It was very, very good. This, this is one series that I, I, I'm almost positive. I will go back and reread the entire series and go back and rewatch these movies. Yeah. That's one thing I can say for for this thing um the the other thing is 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 that another thing for twilight for me has been that this has brought the greatest music Mm -hmm. that all the soundtracks of of the uh of all the various movies uh they've just absolutely stunning music i think there's only out of all the soundtracks there's only one song that i've ever deleted out of the soundtrack list and that's the Volturi elevator song from new moon is that that what it is? It's, I don't it's know. It's the opera song. It, yes, it's it's the Volturi yeah. elevator music. Yeah, I, I I deleted that out of mm-hmm. the playlist. But outside of that, I I listened to all the way, and I listened to them in order from Twilight all the way down through. I really love that. Um, some of the music in this movie has been was um from the previous movies. Just one of them, I believe. Well, no, they did the um they played Bella's lullaby a bit the, of Bella's um lullaby. in the beginning and a. For quite a while, okay. but um, we'll give you a little bit if that's what you want. That's fine. And they played the um, 
is it Christina a Perry? Years. Yeah, um, a thousand, a thousand years. years. Yeah. Um, there at the end, um, did a very. I, I really liked it. I love um, at the end of the movie that they ran through the like they they did the credits of everyone who's been in the saga, yeah. not just the credits for this movie. I really enjoyed that. I did too. I liked it. There's, it, you know, I was we had I just purchased the Breaking Dawn Part Two. I tried to do it a couple days ago, and it's like you can't buy it yet. Mm. And so now I have it. Now I have the entire collection collection of all the movies soundtracks. But this is Heart of Stone by Eco, I believe is her name. Okay. Or Eco. Can I get I like her sound. I do too. It'd be like um, when the What's that? New Moon soundtrack introduced me to uh, Florence and the Machine. Mm-hmm. Right? Was it yep. that on New Moon? Yeah. I no. No. Florence and the Machine might have been Eclipse. Eclipse. This is a boy and his kite. gonna play just a couple tunes on here Heart, cover your tracks. I like that the blood that you spill and the next one here this is James Vincent McMorrow the title of the song is ghosts. Reminds me of a that fits really good in with the old uh, New Moon soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And then all I ever needed, Paul McDonald and Nikki Reed. That's um, that is uh, Rosalie is Nikki Reed, wow. and that's her husband. And they really? they wrote and performed the song for the soundtrack. Really? I did not know that. I like it. And by the way, folks, I just got this soundtrack like right before we hit record. Right. This is Reeve Carney. New for you. They need to see. She needs to write another book so they can do another movie. So, so they come out with another soundtrack. soundtrack. And then, of course. And this was this is awesome. I I love the way that they ended the movie, as we already discussed. But there's even more. That that's just the second, uh, some of the second half of this soundtrack. But uh, you can go find that. It's the uh, Breaking Dawn Part Two original motion picture soundtrack. Fantastic. And uh, one of the things that I, you know, Twilight has definitely. Um, 
you know, spoiled me on is the fact that they actually played the mo- songs from their soundtrack in the movie. Right. And that's one of the things I did that, you know, I, I didn't realize that, you know, all these movies have these soundtracks and they're like songs inspired by, but they're not in the movie. In the movie. Like Hunger Games. Hello. Which we saw a trailer for. Uh, well, we saw the new right. Mocking it, J-Pin. It's just the Mocking J-Pin that sparks and... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, for those of you who are tuning in here, um, just want to let you know, Stephanie and I do podcasting full-time as our career. And if you want to, you can find out uh, all of our shows over at gspn.tv. Again, that's Generally Speaking Production Network over at gspn.tv. And, um, you know, if you haven't done so, we encourage you to check out the Hunger Games fan podcast at hungergamespodcast.com. And uh, this officially kind of wraps up the Twilight Saga fan podcast. Almost seems like we need one more episode to have like, you know, even even 50. Right. But uh, no promises on that. No promises. I I would I would love to say, well, one day we'll come back and we'll do a reread and come back and record. Yeah, we've said that about Lost, too. Right. So... Um, well, there's also something to be said for taking in new content. Yeah. Uh, the, the one thing I can say is that every episode of the Twilight Saga fan podcast is available for you online. So if this is the first episode you've ever listened to from us, we podcasted through our entire reading. Well, my my first go through right. of the saga and um, even though it, there's mentions that it's only available, you know, some episodes are only available available to Plus members, every episode's available for free in this podcast RSS feed. You can go to twilightsagapodcast.com and subscribe or go to iTunes, look up Twilight Saga Podcast, and you will find this Twilight Saga fan podcast from gspn.tv. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Of course, uh, we encourage you to check out some of our other shows, as we already said. But, um, I'm kind of sad, I must say. A little sad. I'm a little sad that, they, playing that sad it's over. Music. What? Yeah. It's a sad little music. It is sad little music. It is. But this, this song still, this music still very much makes me feel like. Feel Twilight. It, it's the drama of. Right. It is. Of the story. It is. And here's holding out that maybe one day she'll finish writing Midnight Sun. That would be nice. And not only Midnight Sun, but then write another story to continue. <laughs> you know, come on. Whatever she's out there writing now, come on. Seriously? Yeah. We want more Twilight. There's a... Um, There'll be more Twilight. There's a trailer on IMDb for the host. Yeah, I The movie. Care. I'm just telling you. I'm sorry. Have you read sorry. the book? No, neither have I. It's too different. We have it. I have it. It was too different. Yeah. Um, I wasn't ready yet, so. Yeah. I'm pretty far removed from reading. I haven't read Twilight in um. A couple months, so. Yeah, I finished reading as much as she had of Midnight Sun. It was good to finally get through all right. that she had. I just want it just left me wanting for wanting more. And uh, I, if you guys haven't done that, I encourage you to go check out Midnight Sun. It's right. on her website. What, what's her website? Do you remember? StephanieMeyer.com. Okay, there you go. StephanieMeyer.com. And she, you just search for Midnight Sun. Yeah. You can download the it's PDF. S-T-E-P-H-E-N-I-E. 
Is it? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Alrighty. I believe so. Part of me just doesn't want to end this, but uh, we we must. And uh, thank you for very much um, enjoying this entire saga with us. And you know, I, I'm not going to say we'll never come back to the Twilight Saga fan podcast. But just in case we don't, we'll still be around at gspn.tv. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye.